Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady. Where Karens keep mistaking customers as employees. And in today's episode, guys, a woman is convinced that OP is a cop and demands he arrest her neighbor. And of course, it doesn't end well. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So here's some backstory. 10 plus years ago, I used to work for a well-known point-of-sale vendor. I'd go around and fix cash registers, scanner scales, receipt printers, and almost anything else attached to the register. I would do this in all manner of restaurants, grocery stores, and retail establishments. My company's dress code was business casual, but I often wore a button-down shirt with slacks. As you might imagine, my clothing and position behind a register often led me to be mistaken for a manager. With that said, our story begins at a local Walmart. I'm standing at a register with a scanner scale overturned in front of me. I'm wrist deep in the bowels of the scanner scale, like some sort of horrible robot proctologist. I'm trying to wedge a component out of this device, and I'm having a rough time with it. All of a sudden, I begin to hear and feel some familiar vibrations. I look up and see a customer unloading her groceries on the conveyor belt. We'll call her Karen, of course. So I raise my voice to be heard over the constant din of checkouts all around us and say, Oh, sorry ma'am, but this register is closed. Now the woman already has an attitude and she grins and chuckles like she's got me trapped. She then continues unloading her cart and says, Well, I don't care if you're going on break. I'm not putting these groceries back in the cart. So what do you think about that? Hearing her say that, I nervously laugh she couldn't be serious. So I probe a little and say, uh, you realize there's registers open all around us, right? Karen says, there's lines at all of them, and you're the lucky man that's gonna open up a register for me. Now, young naive me thinks he can apply evidence and reason to the conversation to encourage her to F off. So I begin to point out things as clearly as I can. I point to the register light above me, which is off, and I say, the register's closed. The light's off. I then hold my hands out to gesture at my shirt and say, I'm not wearing a Walmart outfit. I then lewdly thrust a hand into the exposed and gaping backside of the scanner scale and say, and I'm trying to fix this register because it's broken. That's when Karen finishes manhandling a 40-pound bag of dog food on the conveyor. She then turned to me, extended her tusks of entitlement, and sneered, Then fix it! I don't care what problems you have. I have grandkids waiting in the car. I then briefly saw her face extend a trunk in the air and trumpet a note of urgency to punctuate her point. I quickly recovered from the shotgun blast of irrelevance that she delivered to my face, and I clenched my teeth for a moment, saying, Okay, final warning, I don't work here, ma'am, and I will never open this register. And with that, I ignored her and continued to work on the scanner scale. Now, I expected her to do something, anything. I wondered if she'd escalate the situation by yelling or with violence or demanding an audience with the unseen all-powerful manager. 
and she did none of these things. The woman just stood there, and she watched me for five minutes straight. In the next five minutes, I managed to wedge the brains of the unit out and swap in a replacement board. I then restored the dignity of the scanner scale by turning it upright and having it face me again, right next to the conveyor. I then programmed it, which involved scanning a series of barcodes to set various parameters for the scanner. After that, I calibrated the scale. Somewhere between programming it and calibration, the woman just abandoned all of her items on the conveyor belt. She let out an annoyed huff, and I never saw her again. I imagine she returned to the safety of her vehicle and completed her transformation into a bipedal elephant person. And upon doing so, she began communicating with her grand elephant offspring to settle down in the back. Because she's decided to just make bamboo shoots again tonight. (laughs) Guys, it amazes me how some people just don't know when to back down and admit they're wrong. And I guarantee you that Karen realized her mistake after she loaded all her groceries on the belt, and she just ran with it, hoping OP would fix the register, and that another employee would hop on. Oh, silly Karen. And about her grandkids in the car alone, there's also a good chance that was a lie to get someone to serve her. This person shares their comment and says, I literally experienced this yesterday. I was the employee. A woman told me that her baby was waiting in the car for an hour, in an effort to get to the head of the clinic line. I instantly turned furious, demanding that she either get her child out of the car, or that I will, and I'll call the police after doing so. After some back and forth, mainly of me insisting that her child could die, the woman starts crying. It turns out, her baby was 15 years old, and he'd been sitting in the car for around 30 minutes. So yeah, again, some people will say anything to skip ahead in line, because entitlement knows no bounds, guys. So my mom used to work at a store called Wilco's. She took redundancy back in 2017 because they couldn't give her enough hours. But the moment the current and soon-to-be former owners took over, she was saying that the company will go bust. One of the only things my mom's ever been right about. A few days ago, me and mom were in the Wilco's where she used to work, seeing if there's anything we could get at their closing down prices. And once we had been served, the cashier that served us logged off the till. And she starts talking to my mom with about three other co-workers about not knowing when the specific store will close and wishing them luck for the future and finding new jobs. That's when an old man, who looks to be about 60, but he said he was 80, came up to the till we were standing at and starts placing his shopping on the counter. That's when one of the actual employees, who we'll call Kate, politely said, I'm sorry, this till isn't currently open, but my colleague down there can serve you pointing at the open register where no customers at. That's when the old man complained, saying, You people have no common decency. At which point, I start to bite my lips because I'm not the biggest fan of confrontation. And I was also praying that my mom wouldn't start an argument with him because she's known to do that. He then pointed at the four employees and the security guard, who just happened to be standing right next to us, as well as me and my mom, complaining that there's seven of us and none of us are willing to serve him. Now, I do understand the frustration of four employees all chatting to each other, but it wasn't that big of an inconvenience, and he shouldn't have escalated it to where he did. Bear in mind, the uniform of the store is a red polo shirt, and I was wearing a long-sleeve white t-shirt, and my mom was in a creamy blouse, so it didn't look like we worked there. But my mom pipes up and says, I don't work here, and neither does this young gentleman. I'm just wishing my ex-colleagues good luck for the future. My mom then turns back to her ex-colleagues, and she began to smile. And that's when the old man screams, Don't you dare laugh at me, or I'll punch your face in. 
At which point, one of the store employees sort of pushes him out of the way and towards the other till, telling him not to threaten people. While the old man was shouting, I may be 80 years old, but I can still smash your face in. My mom then ordered me to sit on a bench behind the security guard for my own protection. And once he finished being served, he tried to come after my mom, waving his fists at her. That's when the security guard actually stepped in because the man was trying to hurt my mom. The other employees walked away because they didn't want to escalate things and the security guard just handled it. Eventually, the old man left. Apparently, he'd been coming into the store regularly before that and he was just as rude those times and none of the employees liked him. I actually went back the next day, partially hoping I'd run into him and hoping he'd recognize me, but the guy wasn't there. Yeah, it's never a good idea to go looking for trouble, OP, that's all I can say. But guys, that is one feisty 80-year-old man. And there's a lot of comments in the post saying that it sounds like that man might not be in his right state of mind and has dementia or something. But there's also a ton of comments that say that a-holes just grow old and stay a-holes. Let me know what you guys think. So this was an incident well over a decade ago. At the time, I was a supervisor for a state park. It was a Monday morning, and I was getting ready to head into town to deposit the weekend's receipts, when my assistant told me that our work truck was almost out of gas. Now, I normally take my own car for the bank run, but I took the truck instead so I could refuel it. After finishing the banking, I stopped at a convenience store to fill up the truck and pick up some snacks, figuring I'll kill two birds with one stone. Now, I was in uniform, but it was the sort that's rather standard to parks. Khaki shirts, dark pants, department patches, and I had a badge and a nameplate. I wasn't a police officer, and I do want to mention that our uniforms did not look like any police uniform in the States, and my authority was strictly limited to the parks. Right after I entered the store, I hear an excuse me from behind me. I turn around, and there she was, a Karen, marching right up to me. I say to her, yes ma'am, and she starts on a rant about her neighbors, how they're feeding the bears, and how one bear had destroyed her bird feeder. It wasn't my problem, so I say, uh, I'm sorry to hear that, you should call the game warden. Karen replies, no, you're a cop, you need to go there and talk to them right now, and arrest them for luring dangerous animals into the neighborhood. Again, I tried to get through and said, ma'am, I'm a park supervisor, not a cop. You need to contact the game wardens. I can give you their number if you want. But it didn't sink in. Karen insisted that I drive there to talk to them, adding that she wanted them ticketed and that she didn't understand why I wasn't doing my duty to take care of this. Now this came from a woman who saw me get out of a battered pickup truck with a Parks Department logo. And my uniform patches and nameplates clearly say that I work for the Parks Department. My patience was at the end, and I say, Lady, one more time, I'm not a police officer. I have no authority to talk to your neighbors, let alone arrest them. I've told you who you need to call, so please let me finish my shopping and get back to my park. With that, I walked away from her. I grabbed some snacks, paid for them, and left. All the while listening to her complaint to other customers about lazy cops in the area, who won't do their damn job and that her tax dollars are going to waste. I just shook my head about that on the way back to the park. 
The next weekend, the game warden for the area stopped by to see how things were going, and to check people's fishing licenses. I told him about my run-in with Karen, and he said, Oh, so you're the lazy cop she kept complaining about. Yeah, she called me telling me that some useless cop told her to call, and that's when he told me what happened. So it turned out that her neighbors were people that rented the place for a week, and they're now gone. He had a talk with a rental owner about it. As for Karen, well, she had a virtual bear buffet in her yard. The woman had multiple bird feeders, a couple of large bags of bird seed on her back porch, and a deer feeding station that she'd set up because, as she told the warden, she liked to see the deer. In the end, Karen got tickets for bear baiting and illegal feeding of wildlife, and she almost talked herself into a couple of more tickets by ranting at the warden about those tickets. We had a pretty good laugh over that. Oh my goodness, guys. Who else had a good laugh when Opie said Karen had a bear buffet in her backyard? I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely love it when Karens call cops on people and have it backfire on them. Especially when they're screaming for the person to get arrested and they get ticketed. And guys, game wardens don't play around and tickets can get pretty expensive. This person shares their experience and says, She's lucky. Game wardens do not play at all. I was out at the river with some friends of mine one weekend, and a game warden rolled up on the people next to us who had beer cans all spread around and cigarette butts, along with everything else. He asked who all that crap belonged to, and some redneck guy stands up and said it was his. What did he care? The warden said, oh, just wondering who I'm writing this thousand dollar ticket to if this stuff isn't cleaned up five minutes ago. The guy cleaned it up really quickly, but why do it in the first place? Bring a trash bag like a normal person. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. So this happened to me this past Saturday, and I'm still in amazement at the cluelessness. But nevertheless, here's the story. Here's the background info. My parents have lived in the same house since before I was born, like 30 plus years now. One of their next door neighbors moved in 25 years ago. The neighbor's kids were a few years older than me, but we used to play basketball and video games together when we were in elementary school. As we got older, we would play less and less until eventually we stopped playing altogether, around the time we were in middle school. So I'd been interacting regularly with this whole family for five years as a kid, and I didn't move out of my parents' house until I went off to college about a decade later. Between the time their kids and I stopped playing and this past Saturday, our families have never verbally interacted. At most, it's a friendly wave from a distance, but even that's rare. And here's the I don't work here. So I primarily work as a scientist, with a side gig as a self-defense instructor. 
In my limited free time, I like tinkering with cars. Most of the work I do is on my own car. However, my parents will occasionally ask me to do some basic maintenance on their vehicles if I'm available because it's cheaper than taking cars to a shop. I am always happy to help when I can, assuming they don't mind me using their driveway for a bit while I do the work. So this past weekend, I was asked to do a coolant flush on two of their vehicles. I get to the house pretty early, like 8am, and start work on the first car. It's not a complicated job, but there's a bit of hurry up and wait involved since I only have basic hand tools at my disposal. While I'm working on the first car, my parents' neighbor comes out of his house to go run errands. We exchanged a friendly acknowledgement wave as he went to his car, but no words. Nothing unusual. By the time the neighbor gets back after lunch, I'm in the middle of working on the second car. My mom's outside with me having a chat about random family stuff. My neighbor pulls back to his driveway and he waves to my mom. She returns to Pleasantry, but then she notices that the neighbor's starting to come over, which is super weird. Like this hasn't happened in two plus decades, kind of weird. The guy starts making small talk with my mom, asking her how she's doing, how things are, etc. The guy will be clueless neighbor. So clueless neighbor says to mom, hi, how are you? Having some work done on your car, I see. My mom replies, yeah, he's just helping us with some maintenance stuff before winter. The clueless neighbor says to me, oh, that's great. Do you have a card or anything? I reply, uh, I'm sorry, a a card for what? It then dawns on me that my clueless neighbor thinks that I'm an actual mechanic making a house call. And I don't even know if that's a thing that happens. That's when my mom says, what? Oh, no, this is Jacob, my son. He used to live here. Clueless neighbor says to me, oh, oh, uh, of course, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. Do you think you could look at the brakes on my car sometime? What do you charge? Do you take cash? At this point, I'm still a bit dumbfounded and say, uh, I mean, I could. I'm not a mechanic and I don't know much about that particular type of car. I can give you the name of a reputable local shop though. The guy says, yeah, they need to get done soon. And since you make house calls, I can have them done cheaper than a shop. At this point, I play along because clearly he missed the part about me not being a mechanic. I say to him, okay, well, my schedule's pretty busy for the next couple of months. So if you need breaks soon, a shop will be your best bet. The guy says to me, oh, it's okay, no rush. Whenever you have time, let me know. I'm always home. I say to him, sure thing. Now, aside from the fact that the clueless neighbor probably still doesn't realize who I was, who in their right mind thinks a house call from a mechanic is going to be cheaper than taking your car to them? I'm a bit curious to see if he does follow up with my folks for my card when he decides his brakes really need to get done. Guys, it always surprises me when people ask questions and don't listen to anything except for the answer they want to hear. Like all the guy heard was maybe at some point and he missed the part where OP said he wasn't a mechanic multiple times. Wow. So I'm autistic, Asperger's to be specific. So I'm high functioning, but I still don't like dealing with large groups of people or loud ones. So with that out of the way, let us begin. On this day, I was at the store going for some clothes and I was currently looking at some candies for my younger brothers. It's also probably a good time to mention that when I have a task to do, I tend to tunnel vision. And that's probably when the Karen decides to materialize right next to me. And this is how the conversation went. Karen says, excuse me. I reply, uh, oh, sorry, what was that? Karen huffs and says, I need this. She then starts listing a dozen shopping items. To which I say, I'm sorry, but I don't work here. Pointing to my cart full of stuff. 
Karen then looks at my cart, looks back at me, back to my cart, and then squints at me and says, Just help me. Another thing is, I get anxious easily in social interactions, and this woman was sending signals of aggression, so I was stressed. I say to her again, I'm sorry, but I really don't work here. Karen's not listening, and she repeats her list of stuff, followed by, get it for me now. This goes on for a while, and Karen gets even more aggressive. All the while, I'm getting more and more stressed, trying to keep myself under control. For those who don't know, people who are on the spectrum can have what's called a meltdown. It can be just stomping their feet or crying, but it can also range from fidgeting with something to full-out brawling out of nowhere because they were stressed out. At this point, I was starting to twitch and fidget, which was my body's way of saying that I was reaching my breaking point. After a few attempts to explain that I don't work here and being cut off, our Karen decides to fling this comment out. The woman says to me, I bet your mother would be so disgusted with the way you're treating me. Now I was 24 years old, and she's talking to me like I was a kid, and that set me off. The next thing that came out of me was a string of insults that I think she only caught half of, but I somehow was able to keep to a dull roar. I can't remember all of them because I was in a rage, but it was probably along the lines of, well your mom probably faked her death so she could get away from your nasty ass. Hearing that, Karen was shocked for like 5 seconds. She then resembled something between a goblin and an angry tomato, and she proceeded to smack me on my head. And I said, uh, ow? And then she reels her head back and she spits on me. She then gets ready to hit me another time, which I blocked and screamed, Lady, I will use self-defense to retaliate. Of course, Karen thought I was bluffing, and she called BS, and she starts screaming at me. She was about to swing again, when out of nowhere, a large man screams, What's the problem here? Karen says to him, This employee refused to help me, and when I asked him where something was, he cursed at me, and was rude towards me. The security guard looked at me and said, Is that true? I say to him, well, I was rude, but I don't work here, and she insulted my family. Karen screams, liar. He disrespected me, and he should be fired. Get me the manager right now. He'll sort this out. Cue Karen and the security guard going back and forth, with Karen insulting him for failing to do his duties, and me for being a lazy worker. I was losing all the Fs I could give for this. After a few minutes, Karen finally says, I want to speak to your manager. And before she could finish, I dialed my autism to the max and screamed, Why? Karen then pauses and squints at me and says, Why what? I keep screaming, Why? And Karen responds, Why what? That's when the security guard grabs her and escorts her out. I don't know what happened afterwards, and honestly, I don't care, but I got home safe. The lesson learned is when in doubt, ask why. Yeah, forget escorting that crazy lady out of the store, guys. I would be getting the cops involved. Like, she smacked OP, she spit on him, and she went to attack him again before security intervened. Like, someone lock that woman up and throw away the keys before she does this to someone else. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash malicious compliance episode where OP's boss dares everyone to quit because they're all useless and they ruin him. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.